Welcome to Curl Talk. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Today we have Oscar. It's Round me. of applause, everyone. Yes. It's Oscar. So, as always, I'm going to start off having you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about yourself and your identity or sexuality. Okay. Um, what did you go? <laughs> I'm Oscar Baez. Um, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> um, I'm a dance major. I am a gay man. Um, power to the people. Um, yeah, what else? I'm like, um, Were you born, where were you born? I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. Mm. Yes, the 305. I miss it a lot because I left Florida when I was like in fifth grade or something like that. So I kind of grew up there and also grew up in Pennsylvania because I was still like young when we moved but you know Miami's a lot more interesting than Pennsylvania well Florida's a lot more interesting than Pennsylvania so I'm Definitely. like where did you grow up in Florida so. yeah you might have to talk like directly into oh, okay, it that's fine. um yeah so cool um I have like well, she's prepared I always always mm-hmm. prepared um so what are so you you're a gay male you go by he him mm-hmm. pronouns yes and, um, so what, what would you say your nationality is? I'm, I'm like Hispanic. So my parents are both Dominican. So I don't really go by, like if somebody asks me like where I'm from, I usually don't say like an actual national na- nationality. Like, Oh, what are you? Like, I'll just be like, oh, like I'm Hispanic, or, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm from the Dominican Republic, or, but I was born and raised here in America, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I can be, like, American, Dominican. American, Dominican, American. Dominican, American. Yeah, that's always, like, a, like, I know, that's not what you hear fact. often, so I'm just like, mm, Dominican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Word. So, um going to get a little deeper now. Okay. Um, when did you actualize your sexuality like when did you realize like what was up yeah okay so I've like thought about this so much and I had girlfriends all up until like eighth grade or something like that which by that time I was well aware but I always just looked at it as like oh these are this is like a really good friend of mine and being boyfriend and girlfriend will just be like no different you know (laughs) But I, even at, like, a really, really young age, I always knew, like, you know, at that age, you're kind of, like, attracted to whatever, but you don't really understand it, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think the very first time that, thinking back, I can remember um, actually, like, understanding it is in fourth grade, my best friend's name was Giovanni. And Giovanni was really, was, had this friend named Ian, and Ian was, like, Ah, oh, it was like a daddy times ten. He's so <laughs> cute, and I just remember I had like the biggest crush on him, daddy. Yeah. So, and then I, I I remember always asking Giovanni like, Giovanni, can we hang out with Ian? Can we hang out with Ian? You know, because I didn't know Ian. And thinking back, it was because I liked Ian. Like I thought he was cute, and I thought he was attractive. And you know, so thinking back, I if I had to like pinpoint. It would be, like, fourth grade, and I was like, okay, like, I'm gay, this is a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but even then, like, there was, I, I wasn't really having conversations about gay, straight, you know what I mean? So I would think, like, but, yeah, so I'd say fourth grade, for mm-hmm. sure. Ian, if you're listening to this, you were the one. Ian, 
Ian from fourth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, how did you? Well, actually, when did you come out? Would be my next question. So, to my friends, I came out in. Well, it was weird. So, if I'd say like seventh, eighth grade. No, 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 bullshit. Like seventh grade is when I came out. But to my friends. And then in eighth grade, I went to a boarding school. So I had to like re-come out. And when I mm. went to that boarding school, like I was living, I was, I didn't know what the environment was going to be like. I didn't know, you know, so obviously I went in with, I went my whole life with having the secret. And then I finally came out and then I had, so I came out of the closet and then I had to like put myself back in the closet because I didn't, I was going to, into a new environment with yeah. this boarding school. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be in a house with like 11, 12 different other guys what if they feel some kind of way? Yeah. What if, you know what I mean? So I was like really scared. Mm. Um, but then I got there and I remember one day I was like riding the bus home with one of my friends and, and this is in eighth grade at the boarding school. And she was like, so something like, so do you have a boyfriend or something like that? And she just like assumed that I was gay. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not gay. And she was like, okay. You know, so from that <laughs> point on, and I denied it the whole ride home of, uh, but then after that day, I kind of was like, okay, like, this is acceptable here. Like, this is cool. Like, nobody really... So then I came yeah. out. I, I don't think I actually ever came out. I just... Everybody just knew, and it was, like, acceptable, and it was cool. So that was that. To my mom, I came out... Oh, God. I came out... Is that, like, eighth grade, maybe? Ninth grade? Well, I'm gonna say like eighth or ninth grade, yeah. It's and my pretty, dad, it's pretty soon. Oh, really? And my dad, I didn't yeah. come out to my dad until the day that I graduated high school. My senior mm-hmm. graduation is when I came out to my dad, and that was a fucking like, like. So your mom knew all that time and didn't tell your well, dad. So this is a really interesting story, and this is like crazy. So there was, I know, I definitely came out to my mom like end of seventh grade, early eighth grade. Because I remember I was home one day, and I got home from school. So this is how I know it was seventh grade, because I wasn't in boarding school yet. I got home from school, and my mom called me, and she was like, hey, I need to talk to you when I get home. And I was like, what the f-? Like, that's not, that's not how mm-hmm. my mom talks. Like, she doesn't say stuff like that. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Like, my heart started to race. So as soon as she got home, I was like, okay, so like, what's up? What's up? Like, what do you need to talk about? And she was like, come to my room. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is some serious shit. What? Like, so mm-hmm. somebody died. I'm like, thinking. So she closes the door, and... So backtracking a little bit, the summer before that day, um, I was in Florida visiting my family and I came out to one of my cousins on my dad's side. Mm -hmm. That cousin told her sister who told my aunt, my dad's sister, and that (laughs) aunt told my dad and then my dad called my mom, right? So she locks me, she locks me in this room with her and she's like, so... I got a call from your dad today crying because apparently you told Michelle and Michelle told Jennifer and Jennifer told da 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 and da 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 told your dad that you were gay, that you're gay. And I was like, what? I was like, no, what? Like, you know, denied it. I was like, no, what? That's ridiculous. I'm not gay. Like, what? You know? And she was like, uh, okay, you know, um, just, you know, be careful, like, who you tell what to, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So that was that. I walked out of the room, like, dodged a bullet. So then later that night, I couldn't sleep. I was like, oh my fucking God, like that conversation just happened. Like I was shitting myself. So I couldn't sleep. It's like three in the morning or some shit. 
and my mom comes in my room and lays down on my bed with me. And all she says is, so what did you tell Michelle? Which is, the, Michelle was the cousin that I had come out to. So I was like, I took a deep breath in and like exhaled and I was like, I'm bi. Oh. <laughs> at that time, at that time I was quote unquote bi sexual, you know, I was like so trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I told her my mom was like, well, how do you know? I mean, well, no, actually I think the first thing, oh no, no, no. She said like, well, how do you know? And I said, well, you know, the way that you look at a man and feel attracted to them and I'm the same way, you know, like I just, it's just is what it is kind of thing, you know? And then the, the next question that she asked me like broke my heart. She's like, did anything like ever happen? Like, did anybody ever like do something to you? And I was like, Oh my God, no, you know, because I know that that is, you know, that that happened, you know, somebody can get molested at a young age or something. And that can be very traumatizing. And mm-hmm. so as a mother, she was like <laughs> trying to think of every, you know, yeah. trying to cover every single question. I was like, no, no, you know, I just, so yeah. So then that was that. And we never really talked about it, but then there was this awkward like thing between my dad and I, because I was like, okay, he was the one that called my mom, mm. but so does he know? But then for all the years after that, because this was in eighth grade, like I'd be with my dad and he'd be like, oh, look at her. You know, he'd still be doing like this manly talk with me. And I'm like, do you know? Do you not know? Are you playing stupid? He probably wanted to see how you would react. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, looking back, I, I'm like, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to have that conversation with him, but <laughs> when I have the balls for it. But yeah, so... That was like, and then so I went all those years with like this weird, like, does my dad know? Just because he's a smart man, you know? So I'm like, yeah. he's not stupid, you know? Like, what? And then senior year, I graduated and my dad flew up from Florida and it was like a really crazy day and emotional and blah, blah, blah. And that night, he had been staying at a hotel like down the block from, from our house and I was like with my brother and my, all my brothers knew, you know, whatever. I had two brothers. They all knew. And I was driving home with um, one of my brothers in Elston. I was like, I just like got this feeling that like it was time to tell my mm. dad, you know, like mm-hmm. tell him directly, have the conversation with him. And I was like, but I was really scared. And I was like, Nelson, like him and I were in the car and I was like, I, I just feel like I have to tell him. Like da, da, da. And he was really encouraging. He was like, I just think you should do it. But I was like, will you please come with me? You know, so... We call my dad, I call my dad, and I'm like, hey, you know, can I, like, I need to talk to you. Can I come to the hotel? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, sure. So I call him, he comes down, he gets in the car, it's like in the middle of the night, it's like raining. My brother's <laughs> the in the drama. Tri- yeah, my brother's in the driver's seat, I'm in the passenger seat, my dad's in the back. And, you know, I tell him, you know, it's like earlier, this is that, I was talking, and I just tell him, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm gay, and... Oh my God, the, what followed was just like tears and crying and, you know, and it's crazy. I, I do want to have more conversations with my dad about it because the response that I got from him was like, you know, I still love you. You're still my child. You're still my child no matter what, which is a lot better than some parents give, you know, yeah. but I still, the, 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 like the hesitation or like the, yeah. the fact of him still not being 100% on board with it was mm. 100% evident. Like, I, I know that he's still not, like, comfortable with it. He's still not, like, uh, so. Yes, that was a long answer to the question. But my mom I came out to, and, like, yeah, middle school, my dad was my graduation day. So, prior to coming out, 
what were some of the fears that you had like going on through your head? Like what were you most afraid of? Um, I, I think I was just most afraid. Like I know a lot of people might have this problem that nobody in my family was gay, you know, like I was pretty much, and I still think I am the only one that is gay. And so I didn't know how it would be accepted, you know, and, my family always, my family is extremely supportive and, you know, I, I, I have this relationship with my mom that I'm like, oh, she, you know, she would never abandon me. She would never. And even knowing that, I just still had this fear. I'm like, oh, but what if this is the one thing that she just can't accept? Or what mm-hmm. if this is the one thing that she, that's too much for her, you know, and stuff like that. And same with my dad. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just afraid of letting them down or because I feel like when children come out to their parents, the parent feels like knowing this, this, you know, thing about their child to them, to some parents, it's like, they think they're losing their kid, you know, like, Oh my God, like Oscar's not going to be Oscar anymore. You know? And I just, I was so scared that that was going to be the react, the reaction. Like, Oh my God, the, the, the boy that we've raised all this time is, is now no longer here. You know, now that you've revealed to us that you're gay, you're, you're different, that you're not going to be the same kid. And I remember that's what I told my dad when I came out to him. I was like, I'm still, this is yeah. how I've been acting, how I've treated If anything, you. it's more, you're becoming more of yourself, yeah. which is such a funny, like, yeah. it's so backwards. Yeah, and you know, and I, and I, I told him that because it's, it's almost like I wanted to reassure him, you know, like, I'm still Oscar, you know, like, this is still me, like, this isn't, this is just part of who I am, you know, it's like me telling you, oh, I like rock and roll or something, you know, it doesn't change who I am, it doesn't change the conversations we had, the moments we've had, it doesn't change anything, you know, so, yeah, I think I was just afraid of, like, you know, almost all, you know, gay children are, like, not being accepted, not being okay, being Mm -hmm. shunned or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. so. So, after all that happened, do you remember a point in time where, you were like, okay, this is, like, who I am, like, I'm okay with it, like, did that, like, did that reaction from your family set you back in, like, understanding yourself and being comfortable with yourself? No, so, I remember when I told my mom, I still wasn't even comfortable as a gay person myself, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. in my relationships, I wasn't really, like, into PDA, which I'm still not into PDA, but it's just, you know, but back then... And I'm still, you know, being comfortable with it. And, I, and, you know, and I would be lying if I was like, I'm 100% comfortable with my sexuality. Right. And like, which I feel like in certain situations I am, but in certain situations I'm not. Right. And if that's the case, I feel like I'm not quite there yet because I want to be like 100% okay with myself in any yeah. situation. And I'm not, you know, like there are some, yeah. you know, like if I were to go to, uh, you like know, a church know, there, or like yeah, stuff you know, like there, that. There's certain where I, I, I will mm-hmm. kind of, you know, sort of hide a little bit of myself. and But I think um, I, when I told my, like, where my dad is now, the whole, like, I still feel like he's still not 100% accepting of it. When I told my mom, she was like that too, you know? She still kind of had, I almost feel like she was holding on to, like, hope, you know, like, maybe this is just something he's going through or something. I mean, she never said mm-hmm. that to me or she never, but I feel like that was the feeling I was getting from her, mm-hmm. like, okay, this will pass, or okay, Whereas growing with her throughout these years since I've told her, she's gotten to a point I definitely feel where 
she is 100% okay with it. And I feel like she does, you know, like it's, it's normal for her now. Like it is, mm-hmm. it, it is me. It is it's a reality. Yeah. yeah, it is a reality. And she's okay with it. You know, she's not forcing it. Whereas mm-hmm. before I feel like she was forcing it because I'm his mother and I need to be here for him where, you know, she had to like, you know, she, she had to learn to be okay with that and learn to like, accept that and I feel like she's gotten there Mm -hmm. whereas my dad you know and it's gonna be harder because I don't see my dad all the time and I'm not with him all the time and I'm not you know so it's you're not developing a relationship yeah and that's not to say that my dad isn't in in, you know in in my life because he very much is you know Mm -hmm. and I, I do talk to him very frequently and you know I love him unconditionally I know he loves me as well but it's different like with my mom i I was, you know, he lived all the way in Florida and with mm-hmm. my mom, this was like an everyday thing that she mm-hmm. was growing with me and stuff or, you know, so I, you know, I won't have that same exact opportunity with my father, but mm-hmm. I feel like with time we'll get there, you know? And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I moved you. Speech, you're speechless. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> literally, no. literally speechless. But I was thinking more about, like, how being queer or being gay or, like, there are certain spaces where, like, they we just are not allowed to, like, mm-hmm. be 100% ourselves. So, yeah. I like, I would say that a lot, of, like, you being 100% yourself, like, isn't entirely like your responsibility because there's still a lot of like society that needs to adapt to you yeah so like it's not a fault in you it's a fault in society yeah um but yeah um do you think that being dominican um sort of challenged uh your ability to express your identity more so than only in certain situations like i feel in in the Hispanic community, maybe because I just feel like mm. I feel like the Hispanic community is very traditional in every sense of the word. So, yeah. like for example, I feel like my dad gets a lot of shit because he's married to a Russian. You know, he's not married to a Dominican or he's not married to a Hispanic person. Period. Let alone a Dominican. So it's just kind of like, oh, he's he's breaking away from the status quo. So it's like, ooh, you know. And I feel like it's the same thing in with being gay or being you know it's just like okay well that's not really traditional that's not very you know what I mean so I feel like with my family here since they do live here and Mm -hmm. since they are so you know um exposed to um yeah I feel like America is very uh in some ways and in big cities like Miami and you know stuff like Mm -hmm. this they're they're a little bit more um you know what I mean like what what the hell is the word I'm looking for like um expressive out there yeah like you know in, in big cities like i feel like in in dominican republic and i, I maybe i'm not accurate in saying this because i haven't been to dominican republic and since i was a kid but i just feel like it's not as oh look there's a gay couple you know whereas yeah. like in big cities here in america they're everywhere right. and it's kind of more acceptable definitely so i feel like my family that's here i feel like is a little bit more acceptable but even within my family when i'm like down in florida that is a place where I'm like, I feel 100% comfortable with them, but I'm not going to start talking about like the weekend I had with my boyfriend or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I, not that I couldn't, I feel like I could, but I just, you know, and I, I don't feel uncomfortable when I'm there, but 
you know, especially around my dad's side of the family, yeah. like I just feel like I'm maybe not as close with them or maybe they are a little bit more traditional than my mom's side of the family is. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely not going to be like, oh God, yeah, you know, my boyfriend and I like, or something like, yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't do that at least right. in this point in time, you know? So, yeah. but it sucks. Like having to hide any part of yourself, mm-hmm. even if it's like intentional or unintentional, like has an effect on you. Yeah. And I've noticed that like, listening to all of the stories of people and like saying that they've like been okay or like they, nothing bad happened, but like they weren't comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's like, it's really tragic. Like it's just so messed up. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I've, I've definitely been in the situation. Like I'm, I have, I'm the kind of person that has friends. Like, you know, I just have such a diverse group of friends, you know, like I, I don't really have one kind of whatever. So I have been in, like, situations with certain friends and their families where I'm like, ooh, okay, better be straight now. You know what I mean? Right. Better, better, you know what I mean? Like, I literally had a friend of mine, her mom had, like, a new boyfriend, and I had, like, grown up with this, not grown up with this girl, but, like, a known her, like, she's based, she was practically, like, a sister to me. So her mom knew me really well, whatever, and her mom had just gotten, like, was just was seeing this new guy, and this new guy is, like hella traditional you know what I mean super conservative and he was coming over the house and I was over there and the mom literally gave me like a pep talk like hey um you know so-and-so's coming over so just you know try to like maybe and I was sitting there like in that time I was kind of laughing about it because I was so uncomfortable but I'm like I mean you might as well just tell me to leave like what yeah that's very. and I lie to you not I lie to you not we were sitting I was in the living room and by this time the boyfriend had come over and sitting in the room, and I was, like, talking to him because, you know, he was, like, introducing himself, whatever. And I was just standing there, and I did a tondu. Lie to you not, because, you know, us dancers were just <laughs> always fucking around. Did a tondu. And the mom looked at me like, like, stop, stop, stop. Like, I did a, I literally did a tondu, and I was just like. Uh, like, that tondu's going like to reveal your sexuality. Gonna, yeah, it's going to out me. And I'm just like, because it just, you know, it was, and I just remember, it's like, so I have been in situations where I'm like. You know, you have to just kind of put the mask on. Mm-hmm. So, and even my friend, like, when her mom initially said that, my friend was like, yeah, Oscar, wow, mom, like, way to completely tell him to not be himself, you know? And yeah, she, like, completely... Yeah, so that was fun. Um, but, I mean... I totally relate to that situation. Like, my parents, like, were very accepting of whatever I wanted to do, mm-hmm. partner-wise. Um, but, like, when... We talked to my grandpa on the phone. My mom, literally every time before I get on the phone with him, she's like, don't mention Tatiana. Yeah. Don't mention Tatiana. And I'm like, mom, like... So Tatiana, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, picks up the phone with my grandpa. Like, right. But also, like, it should be my choice of, like, what, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so there, I mean, there are a lot of things that are wrong with saying that. Yeah, but, yeah. And, actually, and that's so funny because my mom, I remember when I came out to her, I said... I don't know if I'm ready for, like, the rest of the family to know that. And she was trying to be supportive, but she said, you know, I don't really think you have to tell them. And I know she was trying to, like, come from... I know she was trying to be supportive, but I know that truly, I I think she's... I think, you know, and I don't want to speak for her, but I do think she said that because at that time, she didn't know how to handle it either. And she didn't know. Whereas, like, like I said, we've grown. And I feel like now she's like, oh, my God, yeah, like... You know, and she would totally be, yeah. and, and the rest of my family, I'm pretty sure, like, knows. I mean, I've never had the conversation with them, but I'm sure yeah. they just know. But, um, 
Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, just like we ourselves as gay people, as, you know, whatever, we have to go through that process of, like, being okay with it and accepting it and blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like when you come out to your parents or whoever, you know, close people in your life that maybe aren't so comfortable with it, it's a process for them too, you know, and they almost have to kind of now go through that as well. And I feel like when a parent isn't willing to do that or isn't, that's where like the child gets shunned or that's when the parents like, well, you can't be here anymore or, you know, I don't know. So yeah, which is really sad. It is really really sad. It is really sad. But I think from a parent's perspective, like, some of the time, at least I've noticed, is that, like, when a parent finds out that their child is gay, they're more fearful of anything because they know, like, there are really cruel people in the world mm-hmm. that aren't them. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, at least with my mom, she was, like, upset because she was worried about, like, how I might be treated or, like, mm-hmm. what people might say to me or, like, things like that, too. So I think sometimes even when people are trying to come off as, like, to protect you, like mm. don't tell this person to protect you, but are yeah. they really protecting you? Yeah. Is the question. It's so funny because I feel I don't know if you've ever like thought about this, but I remember earlier on, I remember thinking like when I was first, you know, coming out and stuff, and even maybe up until like a couple years ago, I'd be like, oh my god, if I have kids, I don't want them to be gay. Like I don't, you know. I remember I used to feel that way, like I don't want them to be gay because I don't want them to have the feelings that I did, like oh yeah. my god, I have to hide, or I don't want that for my mm-hmm. children. You know, so I just, and now I don't really know what my perspective, I, I think now I've, I, I don't care, you know, I, I got into a place where I'm like, well, I mean, if they are, they are, and if they're not, they're not, you know, like, right. it's not something that I'm, that I think about so much, you know, where time is maybe different yeah. <laughs> by that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whereas before it was like a huge thing that I would it think is, about, I mean, as if right. like I was going to have kids anytime soon, but I just remember thinking like, oh my God, if I have kids, I do not want them to be a yeah you know and that's that's sad to have that like thought but i mean in some countries that is like the mentality yeah that is i mean i wouldn't even say in some countries like even in our own country in some cities you know yeah bullying and yeah hate crimes are a thing but yeah um the other thing i wanted to ask is how did you um like negotiate with your parents about like wanting to do dance professionally and like did they have assumptions about like what that meant about your sexuality so no i uh well <laughs> no like i didn't have assumptions because when I, I i didn't i only started taking dance seriously like in high school so and by that time i was already out like with my mom and stuff but i don't think dance ever like was a like was a, a thing that they thought about like ooh well maybe you know what I mean because in the like Hispanic culture and Dominican Republic like dance is such a part of the culture you know what I mean mm-hmm. like at parties everybody's dancing salsa and merengue and blah 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 so the fact that I was so interested in dance I don't think really ever was like well ooh gotta watch out for him yeah. you know because maybe but. Um, in terms of like how did I negotiate wanting to dance and stuff professionally, my parents were always, you know, extremely supporting, supportive of my decisions. And, you know, they were always there for me. And I think that comes from a, you know, like my mom struggled a lot in her life and 
she just wanted a better life for us and she still does, you know? So she just is very like, you have to do what makes you happy. And if this is something that makes you happy, you're going to find a way to make it work, Mm -hmm. you know? And my dad was always the same way. Like, you know, my dad's a little bit more like, my dad's a little bit more of like, I don't want to say pessimistic, but he's a little bit more of like a realist than my mom is, you know, not saying that like my mom is completely like delusional, (laughs) but my dad is a little bit more of like a factual kind of guy. But even being that kind of person, he still is extremely supportive and is like, Mm. you know, you Mm. have to do what you love and you have to, you know what I mean? So I don't, I, I, I don't, thankfully, I never really had to negotiate with them because it was always like they were okay fine with it. yeah like you know this is what you want to do and that's interesting that like in a way like being dominican sort of like aided you to like be able to do what you wanted to do because it was already embedded in the culture yeah I and mean, that's it, really cool yeah i see and, and but the the other funny side of that though is i think that with that being said like in the Dominican culture, it's so, it is, I feel like dance and music is so part of the culture, but I feel like professionally it isn't like I maybe you know, I professionally don't, it isn't like anywhere. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, everybody dances and the Dominican Republic, everybody dances at parties and, you know, family parties, everybody's dancing, but yeah. you don't see anybody like pursuing a career in it. So I did, I did get some sort of, like back, like mm-hmm. my my grandmother from my dad's side literally like gives me shit about it all the time. Like, and it's so funny. I love her to pieces, but she'll be like, "So what are you gonna do with that?" Like, so like yeah. what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like, you know. And she was saying, um, you know, she threw out the the doctor lawyer kind of crap, and I'm like, I said, I want to be happy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if I go to do that every single day, I'm gonna be miserable. She goes, "You think those people are miserable?" And I'm like. I think some of them are, yeah. She's like, no, they do it because they love it. And I said, exactly. I don't love that. I have no yeah. interest in that. So I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those happy doctors and happy lawyers. I'm going to be the doctor that walks in the freaking room and be like, oh my God, what do you want? What, what do you need? What's wrong? You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to freaking be miserable every single day. This is what I love and this is what I want to do, you know? And if, I don't know, I just feel like, yeah, so... They, they were really, my, my parents, my mom and my dad were extremely like accepting of it. And, and then anybody else, I just didn't really care, not yeah. care, but I just, it wasn't as much of a, like it didn't affect me as much, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the rest of my family. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, if you were to give your younger self advice or someone else that's also gay dominican and struggling or young or any or all of the above what would you what would you say or what kind of resources would you yeah i mean plug See, it's weird. Like, I just don't want. I, like, I don't want to be cliche and be like, it gets better. You I know? was literally thinking you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, because like every, you know, yes, it does. And I, you know, kids at that age, because like, we were that age too, and we know, like, we don't. We, it's there's times where it doesn't feel like that, and you do need to remind. You do need to be reminded that like it does get better. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I just. It's weird because I I did have such a great support system, 
So I'm not coming from a perspective of like, I didn't have that and this is what helped me. So it's hard for me to like now be on this side of it and be like, oh, I know know what you're going through. You you know, I know what you're going through and I know the struggle because even though I did know to some extent because I, you Mm -hmm. know, I was gay and that was not the popular thing to be at that time. At that time, as if it was like a millennium ago, but um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I I I just feel like the most I can give coming from a perspective, coming from a place of like, you know, being extremely supported. I feel like the most that I can give is like it it, it does get better, you know. Like yeah, you may you may be you know because I had supportive parents and I had supportive friends, but I still felt fucking trapped and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't mean that it was like. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I do know that there are people coming from a perspective of like from a place of my parents fucking hate me they want to kick me out they think I'm the damn devil they think I'm Satan mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. and it's like so either way to either kid I would just say like you know you have to find like what helps you in that place keeping in mind that it will get better you know mm-hmm. what I mean like if you're in a That's small really town in freaking Tennessee or some mm-hmm. shit man, when you get to college or something, break away, go for it. You know what I mean? Like it will get better. People mm-hmm. will come around and those that don't, you'll just, you know, like, and at that age, nothing anybody says can aid yeah. that. But yeah, seriously, you just got to keep cramming it in your damn head. Like it's going to get better. It's, it's going to get like, better. Like I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So, and, and, and I feel like now with social media and shit, like, it's so easy to find role models. And so, you know what I mean? It's like, well, when we were younger, we are the age of technology and stuff, but like at that age, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like YouTube stars weren't that big. You know, I I Mm -hmm. still feel like, I just feel like in these past recent years is when it really blew up. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like me, I was saying that nobody in my family was gay. So it was hard. Like when I was still in the closet, I didn't have any gay role models to look up to gay family members or famous Mm -hmm. or anything you know whereas now we have so many of these gay queer like youtubers you know yeah you know just like little things that you can surround yourself with with whether it be virtually or in real life you know where you can you know you can feel like yeah you know and i feel like I, i do I do, I am one of the people that really believes in the power of somebody who's in the limelight speaking about it or somebody who's really, mm. you know, extremely gay or something having uh, like a YouTube channel or something because I yeah. really feel like that does help because if I it had, you know, if I had that when I was still in the closet, you right. know, that that does give you some, damn, like, look, they're okay. You know, I'm mm. going to be just fine. Yeah. As seriously. opposed to just telling yourself here, like, now you have, like, tangible evidence. Like, look, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So, yes, kids, find your gay YouTubers. Find your gay YouTubers. <laughs> your local gay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to contact your local gay YouTuber, call. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to ask you a silly question, okay. and then we're going to wrap it up. All right. Because you got to go to rehearsal. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> so, um, if you could be a drag queen for a day, uh, what would your name be, and what would your um, show slash production be called? Oh, my God. I feel like I would just be fucking something extremely, like, either A, corny, or, like, B, extra as fuck, like... <laughs> 
like, have you seen that video where the girl's like the acid bath princess of darkness? Like, I'd be some <laughs> extra ass character like that. Or I'd be something so stupid like Marshmallow or some shit. I don't know, something I stupid. Then I'd probably be like hella comical. Like, I don't really watch RuPaul's. I would RuPaul's. love to see a drag show performed by like, you. By me? I don't yes. really watch RuPaul's Drag Race at all, but the... Not at all, but like the video, the episodes that I have seen, I always fucking love like the 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 queens that are like super comical about it. Like I don't, like I watched a little bit of last season or two seasons ago with like Bob the drag queen, and he was like, or she was like Bob the drag queen, so she was kind of like super funny about it, and like she's a drag queen, but like I don't know, like I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but. <laughs> The, you know, because I feel like with drag, there's so many different, you know, types of drag. And yeah, I'm, really, I'm not the expert because I've never done drag and I don't, I'm not really exposed to it. But there's so many different ways that you can take it. You can be like a drag queen and like actually be trying to like, I want to say like actually be trying to embody it, but I feel like that's not the right thing to say. But like, you can be a drag queen and like, I'm dress and I'm very like regal or you can be like the drag queen that's like taking it taking at it from like a funny perspective like yeah. this caricature you know definitely there's so I feel like ways. I'd be like the caricature type you, you would know be the like caricature. fucking definitely gagging everything up I can see you being like a, a grandma for like yeah, yeah, a yeah, second like cleaning the lipstick off of my teeth <laughs> with my damn yeah amazing totally that so stay tuned for marshmallow yes marshmallow <laughs> So, yeah, and then I'll just give you the mic to, like, plug any projects or social that you want to put out there into the world. I don't, I'm actually not doing anything exciting right now. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I know, I... I would love to end with like a follow me on the I'm working on a new project. Stay tuned, but I'm actually not. Oscar's life is very boring right now. Mm. I'm just uh, trying to finish it's the year boring. out. Dancing your butt off. I know, I know, but I'm just like, oh god, I'm like having senioritis as a sophomore in college. I'm like, oh, I'm like so Girl, tired. Girl, let ready. me tell you. I know. So <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything, but we'll see. I, I next year I want to like work on a couple things. I don't have any idea what those things are but next year i want to be a little bit more they're coming yeah stay tuned i guess for Mm -hmm. god knows what yeah we will (laughs) see anyways thanks again for listening everyone you can follow us on soundcloud and itunes it's c-u-r-l-t-a-l-k thank you bye curl talk is an independent podcast hosted by julia davis and run independently out of philadelphia pa Curl Talk was established with the intention of creating a safe space for conversations about identity. Season 2 Voices is a narrative exploration of fear surrounding LGBTQIA identities in America. Curl Talk does not support racist, sexist, ageist, ableist, homophobic, transphobic, biphobic, xenophobic, prejudiced, or hateful comments. Special thank you to our sound editor, Carlos Johns Davila, intro and outro by Jeff Kale. Thank you.